Welcome to Rooted and Robust Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Rooted and Robust Podcast. My name is Ozioma Anyoji, and this is the show that seeks to explore topics that matter, topics that inspire you, inform or educate you. So today we are thrilled to have a guest to discuss a topic that is crucial in our daily lives, emotional intelligence and effective communication. Hmm. Well, in today's world, where communication is Hmm. more important than ever, having emotional intelligence is a vital asset that can help us connect, collaborate, and succeed in both our personal and professional lives. So our guest is an expert in communication. Mm. So this is his field. He is going to help us explore the role of emotional intelligence in effective communication. I am talking about Chibike Otaka. He is a young and dynamic strategic communication specialist with multiple skills in broadcast media, development communications, and social change advocacy. He has well over 15 years of career experience developing and implementing communications initiatives for local and international non-profit organizations and social marketing agencies. He has implemented various projects across thematic areas such as accountability in government, maternal and child health, disability and gender inclusion, security and justice sector reforms, COVID-19 and irregular migrations. Chibike is a communication strategist and consults for brand and institutions. Welcome on the show, Chibike. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you very much, Uzoma. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here on uh, Rooted and Robust Podcast. Thank you. We are glad to have you. We are glad to have you. So this mm. is your area. This is your field. You are the communication master. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> let, let's get into it, right? So what is emotional intelligence, first of all? Mm. And why is it important in communication? Mm. Interesting. So um, basically, p- different people would define emotional intelligence um, um, in different ways. But mm-hmm. basically, um, emotional intelligence, I want to be as practical and as... Um, um, as everyday life as possible. Yeah. So when you talk about emotional intelligence, some people call it emotional uh, quotients. It's basically being able to understand your own emotions, being able to also manage your own emotions, and being able to also understand how your emotions influence other people around you, mm-hmm. or how your emotions can also impact other people around you. Um, so in, in a workplace, for instance, or even in your family, you don't, it's not, you don't even need to go far. Yeah. There are people that when they come into the house um, and they start to shout at different at everybody, the house goes suddenly quiet. There are, let me use parents, for instance. Yeah. So there are parents that anytime they are around in the sitting room, nobody is going to talk. But the moment they are not in the picture, Everybody's you see free. the children <laughs> very lively. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... Um, so basically, when you talk about emotional intelligence, you are talking about how people actually, you know, respond emotionally and how they also understand to control their own emotions in different circumstances. 
and also understand how their own emotions fit into other people's emotions. Can mm. wow. we say, hey, um, why how is this important to communication? Of course, communication um, is for you to, you know, be able to pass a message you want to someone else. Yeah. And emotions are very key to communication. Um, if if I'm, I can misunderstand you in this com- conversation we are having now, if I'm not in the right mood or emotions, yeah. um, something good that you have said could be interpreted in a different way from my end. And and that's why emotional intelligence is also important when you are m- having conversations. An example is um, someone wants to communicate a bad news, for instance, to another person. Uh-huh. You need to first of all understand the state of mind of the person you want to communicate. So that you can be able to pass that um, information, you need to also understand your own personal emotions too, so as to be able to communicate this bad in, bad um, um, information yeah. to someone else in such a way, yeah, that, that he or she is going to understand it the way you also you are presenting it. So yes, everything about communication ties around and then um, has something to do with emotional intelligence. Mm. That's true because I mean communication is is a two way thing. It's not just you talking. It's also it has yes. to do with feedback. So if you you pass the wrong maybe the right uh, information the wrong way, you will get the feedback you probably don't want to get. <laughs> so you're right. Exactly. I mean, emotional intelligence is tied around communication. But then how can someone develop? emotional intelligence uh, in order to improve communication skills because like you said i mean it, it has to do with you understanding and mastering your own emotions first in order mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, now know mm-hmm. how to communicate properly with someone else but then how then do i develop emotional intelligence so i can properly communicate with other people first of all for you to be able to understand your emotions it means that you have been able to study your emotions over time. Okay. So it's important that you, some literature will say self-awareness, it's important that you are even aware about your own self so that you can be able to now say, oh, I understand that um, if this happens to me, I would likely get angry. Or I understand that if someone in particular way, um, to me that I will understand it differently. And if I understand differently, it will get me angry. And if I get me angry, I'm going to say something nasty in return. I'm going to beat somebody. I'm going to fight. Do you understand? Yeah. So if you understand that as your own emotions, it will not be able to help you to now manage it. Mm-hmm. That becomes your your yourself um uh, you know uh, management. So you cannot be able to manage it. You don't understand you don't manage what you don't understand. Yeah. So, so how can you be able to improve your emotions? First of all, start by studying yourself, mm-hmm. understanding yourself. As a leader in the office, as the boss in your office, do you understand that your your nature is to shout at people? Mm. Do you understand that your nature is to disrespect people, people who work, work with you? Do you understand that your nature is to be bossy? Do you understand that your nature is to be, be autocratic? You need to understand that those emotions within yourself, then that way you cannot be able to say, okay, yes, I know that naturally I come off this way, but yeah. now I can manage it. If I want to talk to somebody, this is what I can do to make sure that my own emotions don't influence that person's um, emotion or don't even cause problems in the office. Mm. Now, 
one other good, one other important thing about improving your emotional intelligence is 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 um being able to ask people to tell you how you react to things and also um the impact it has on them hmm. i've had a boss that basically would say oh um how did you feel about this particular thing i've said to you do you understand yeah. you cannot be able to say well you made me feel this way when you said it and all that so next time you'll be able to know that okay so if i react like this this is how the person it will make yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i once i once had a colleague that, that i said that that the the most irritating thing is when she's angry and you ask her to calm down <laughs> do you understand so yeah. so in the office you dare not say calm down when she gets angry hmm. but then that that's that's a normal thing that you know you say to someone to be able to make the person calm down and understand you yeah that's yeah. sometimes basically something like yeah, you think is normal to say to somebody yeah that is angry but now in this case <laughs> so if you don't walk up to that person to say do you understand that that is not actually nice when wow. people are saying calm down they care about you and you should calm down and listen you should not get angry the more because they have said calm down yeah, so getting feedback from people will help you improve your emotional intelligence to be able to understand how your emotions influence other people and, and all that. Then, always always have this restraint. I remember growing up, my dad will always beat me for acting without pausing, mm. for taking an action. You say, if you get angry, before you do anything, I, I have a lot of sisters. So growing up, um, I'd be like, try to be the, be the guy. Say, no, no, no. When yeah. your sisters annoy you, pause. Take a moment. Remind yourself of what I'm going to do to you when I come back and hear that you hit your sister. You do understand? So that moment of, um, you know, that moment you take a break, like pause before you yeah. act, is also a way to improve your emotional intelligence. By that series of seconds, you'll be able to understand, okay, I'm going to take an erratic action now because I'm angry. So yeah. uh, one, two, three. You see that you are calm. <laughs> the, the normal... Your normal um, impulses, the, the the positive impulses, will not tell you, oh no, don't do that thing. Yeah, do you understand? Mm. And then, um, I mean, uh, we have our own default emotion. But then, with practice, some people have restraint. Okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to. Do I know I'm going to get angry in this meeting. I'm going to because somebody is going to get on my nerves. But then, I'll tell myself, I'm not going to say anything when I get angry. So you are con you continuously try to train yourself and practice you know, emotional intelligence. Yeah. And then also, always put yourself in other people's shoes. Mm -hmm. Always ask yourself, if I were in this person's shoe, a staff, a brother, a sister, a colleague, a friend, how would I feel if I react this way? If I talk, you know, someone talks to me this way or if someone reacts to me this way. Empathy. If you have that, it will help you also to improve your own emotional intelligence. Yeah. I like the fact that you mentioned empathy because sometimes people say, this is who I am, take me as I am, you know, that kind of a thing. And um, not minding how their communications are affecting someone else. But when you can put yourself, like you said, in other people's shoes and like, okay, how is this thing I'm saying really affecting the next person? It could help you improve on your communication skills and how you know how you communicate, not just communicating, but then how you communicate whatever you want to say. But then I want to touch on 
cultural differences, you know, um, especially in the workplace where everybody is coming from everywhere, you know, people are coming from different backgrounds, different cultures. So how do cultural differences impact emotional intelligence and communication? And how can someone navigate, you know, these differences effectively, especially in the work environment? So, so when people say, take me as I am, um, I don't think that is entirely, you know, a, a good approach to emotional intelligence. Because, yeah. yes, we know that we are different in your own ways, but you have also have to make efforts to improve if you kind of realize that, okay, this way that you are is not actually the best and you can be better. Mm-hmm. Then if you understand that you can be better, then you cannot tell anybody to take you as, a, as, as, as you are. Yeah. Now, come back to your question in the, in the workplace or you know how you can be able to navigate some of these things um diversity is the end thing in in the current workplace people are yeah. looking for workplaces that are diverse people are looking for workplaces that even even now in the um in the era of uh, international work and um, and uh, uh, remote work you cannot even be here and you're working with people in asia you're working with people in uh-huh. in in us and and other uh, continents and and countries so the need for even emotional intelligence is even more now than it was before. Yeah. Um, the era of you working in your state alone is gone. If you come out to, to the cities, you are meeting people from different religious backgrounds, different mm-hmm. ethnic groups, different uh, races, nationalists and all that. So how do you navigate that? It's basically to understand people. Try to understand their the cultural differences. Try to understand some of the things that make them who they are also just the way that you are and try to also um not just of people's imperfections be willing to embrace people's um, shortcomings be willing to also embrace people's differences most of the people especially in the workplace that um are bad in terms of emotional emotional intelligence are the people who think the way i have said it and the way i am they have bosses like that they have bosses that no matter how beautiful your your opinions are, no matter how beautiful your ideas are, if it does not work the way that they have said this thing will work, it's not going to work. It's not going to be a brilliant idea. Yeah. Their own opinions, their own views, what views and, and views about life or about certain things, they will not accept that you are right. You have bosses that way. You have colleagues that way. So for you to be able to navigate all this, try to understand people. Try to even sit back and ask yourself, why is this person behaving this way? Mm-hmm. Why is this person? Why is it that anytime this person wants to talk to me, he shouts? He talks to me in a rude way. He talks to me like I'm not a human being. Yeah. Why? You can sit back. You begin. You might be able to understand. Oh, okay. It's because where he's coming from, or how he was brought up, or how he has seen people before. That's why he's behaving this way. Oh, you can also say, oh, why? Why is it that we have in, in some climes or, or social? Let me use social than yeah. the others you can ask oh why is this person conserved why is this person um not outgoing not outspoken and all those kind of things if you now understand you now be able to know how to help the person how to be able to now accommodate the person for instance in the team the teams i've worked with mm-hmm. i make sure that everybody participates i make sure that okay there are people who don't talk more when they come for meetings you make sure that they their own views also uh you know count in the meeting yeah. because sometimes those are even the people that have the the brightest ideas but because um they, they are not the orientation um 
do not encourage them to, you know, be outspoken and all that. They have their brilliant ideas and they keep keep it with themselves. So you, when you have this understanding, you'll be able to now also accommodate people and also improve and make up for um, where you think people have shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. So it's basically being accommodating as a person, and it it's, it still falls back to you mastering yourself. You know. Because if you if you can't master your own emotions, how do you com- accommodate someone else? <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, but then um, I know we touched on this earlier on um, how you can develop your emotional intelligence. But uh, are there resources available to people? Maybe books or whatever resources as a communication strategist. I mean, I know you've worked with a whole lot of people. So are there um, resources available you can recommend to people that can help improve on their emotional intelligence or even their communication skills altogether? Okay, so there are two different things, communication skills, emotional intelligence. Um, There are two different things. But then again, what I would always say, um, I, I encourage people. Today, we say the world is a global um, space. What it basically means is that I can find out about anything I want to know about just on my phones. And almost everybody has a mobile phone. Mm-hmm. So you ask yourself, what do you read? What do you look at when you are when you are with your smartphone and and your, you know and you are on the internet? So you can always search for books. Can always search for materials that can help you and improve um, your 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 state in all these places or improve your knowledge rather your knowledge and your skills um in these various areas a simple google my friend will always say google is your friend a simple google yeah. will tell you okay this is how we can do this this is how we can um you know improve our emotional intelligence and all that and it is very very important now because people in this age in fact is is an argument whether people um prefer those who have plenty of knowledge than those who have emotional intelligence. Because mm. for you to actually um, work in a team very well or to even drive a team, you have to have a high level of emotional intelligence. Sure. And that's what most jobs um, are looking for. Uh, in fact, I'm not sure that, they have, that there has been any job interview I've gone for where you are not asked um, you know, about how you manage conflicts, how you manage issues, how yeah. you manage pressure, how you manage people, how you even work together with people, especially diverse people. Mm-hmm. Because the work culture, like I mentioned earlier right now, is sitting towards where you have diverse people working together. So you have to really, really um, master um, these, these skills. So yes, how can you improve? Search online. Advice also. You can get, there are experts, there are psychologists right now that can you can consult to tell you, okay, this, you know, this is why you behave the way you behave, and this is how what you can do to improve. You get. Yeah. Um, seek seek uh, counsel. I mean, it doesn't show in this kind of um, this uh, part of the world. Sometimes when you are going for help, when you are seeking counsel, people think you have a big problem or you have a mental <laughs> issue or something like that. No, yeah. no, no. You cannot know everything, and you will not be a part. Perfect. Nobody is perfect in this life. But then, where you for help to improve? There are plenty of experts around. Um, there are plenty counselors and all that that can help you. Co- um, you know, um, life coaches that can help you to um, you know improve. And there are books also that you can read. Um, Sims Online will also show you some of the books that you can read to improve. 
And when it comes to communications, there are a whole lot of books on communication, plenty of books that you can't even, <laughs> I can't begin to name here. Um, but the most important skills that you need for communication is, is even to listen. Before you talk, even listen to people. Yeah. By listening to people in your office, you understand a whole lot about them. Do you understand? So yeah. you, you listen. And like I mentioned uh, uh, initially also, when you also listen, before you also talk to people, try to understand who you are talking to. Try to understand the state of mind of person who we are talking to. Yeah. Think before you even say something. Some people say something before they start to think about think. it. Oh, this is what I've said. Yeah. Ah, it looks like I've said something wrong. No, think about it. This thing I'm going to say, is it going to be something wrong? Is it going to be perceived as something wrong before you say it? Not the other way around. Then, um, verbal communication is always a killer. Um, a killer in the sense that that's always the best. Yeah. Um, for me, as a person, reasons that have i mean is, is there's a high risk of typing things on especially now that we are doing whatsapp we are doing uh, text messages and all that i i messages and all that mm -hmm. there's a high risk of people misunderstanding your communication on text true, true. on email than they will when you talk to them one yeah. on one yeah reason is that the body language present when i'm talking to you your vocal modulation and and all those emotions in your voice and verbal communication they are lost when you are typing yeah true and you don't know the state of mind of the person who is receiving who is on the other end of um, communication who is receiving the message so mm -hmm. yes um ways on improving your 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 communication skills you can talk about it if you have the opportunity of talking about it than writing about it so mm -hmm. all those things um are some of the things that you you need and the workplace clarity is very very important don't give a vague uh, communication there are some bosses they struggle with oh when they finish talking to the subordinates you see other people coming around did you understand what they yeah you understand mm -hmm. because you have no you are not clear as to what you have communicated True. so clarity is a very big skill in terms of communication mm -hmm. and don't always um start a meeting if if you if you know that oh i'm not sure i'm going to remember what i want to say in this meeting or i'm not sure i'm going to remember what i'm going to say even when i'm talking to you i can make jot down what i want to say to you yeah it doesn't matter it's better you write them down so that i can be able to to talk about them, the way you have written them down explain them so that you understand then you want to talk about them um you know directly from the way you are thinking them in your mind and then you are making mistakes or you are getting misunderstood or you are complicating things uh the more so sure. that's very very important wow um, i mean I, I love the fact that you mentioned clarity because it's one big obstacle one big obstacle when communicating with someone else especially um in the workplace and this has this brings about conflict i mean all the time when someone says something and another the same thing is misunderstood by another person and there are conflicts everywhere so, <laughs> there, there is no clarity yeah. in the communication yeah. so clarity is key is key i mean just like you mentioned simple jotting it down and just communicating it as clear as as can be will just help out in, in conflicts, resolutions, and problems like that. I want you to give us um, an expert's opinion or advice, so to say, 
to young people, right, getting into the corporate environment where these things we are discussing is going to be very vital because um, in the workplace, you need to begin to implement emotional intelligence. You are not, it's vital that you just yeah. don't know it. Every day you come to the office, you are passing through it. It's life for you. So what would be your advice? Yes. Young people getting into the work environment, um, how do they begin to relate with their bosses, their subordinates, people, their colleagues and all? Uh, what are some of the tips you can share with them that will help them navigate um, workplace conflicts and all of that? Well, it is even beyond corporate environment. See, okay. you, it is going to be very, very hard for you to succeed in everything you are doing in life without a good emotional intelligence intelligence um, um, skills. Yeah. It is going to you you will basically struggle in everywhere you find yourself. Mm -hmm. um, one example, everybody you see is carrying certain things that you do not even understand. You do not even know. Yeah. You get and you continue you should be able to put, continue to put yourself in different people's shoes to be able to cope well with them. Mm -hmm. Don't always assume that you, the way you know it, is the way it is, and that's how it is. Having said that, I, one example I can give is there was a day I traveled to a particular uh, um, region for work, and um, the organization that I was working for was going to send someone to come pick me up and then drive me around for the day. Okay. And we're waiting for this young man to come. Um, he didn't show up on time. And a couple of people were like, ah, oh, no, what sort of human being is this? What did I remember? I sat back at the back of the car. When the guy eventually came, I sat back at the back of the car and we got to a particular spot and he just came and apologized. So we got to a particular spot and others left and went in to do something. And we're basically sitting together. We started talking. And this young man told me that he lost his mother-in-law that very morning. Wow. So, but all the while we were moving, he just came and apologized. He didn't say anything more. Mm -hmm. um, and he was still he was still talking, trying to also blend um, and do his job. So it was in, in the confession that I read, I felt so bad. I felt so bad that, you see, it's possible to have said something wrong to be or bad to this guy without trying to understand that Why? somebody who lost, yes, who lost his mother-in-law that morning, uh, could have actually said, I'm not going to do this job. Yeah, and he will justify it. Yes, because you need to even stay around um, with your wife to even console your wife. Then he left. He came late to do the job he was assigned to do and all that. And people were angry that he came um, He came late. So this is how everybody you meet every day in this life is. People have their own, you know, things that are dealing with. True. When your staff, when your colleague in the office comes to work late, you bother to even find out why are you coming to work late? Mm -hmm. Or why have you decided to come to work late today? There are people that until you even begin to inquire, you don't even know that there, there's something they are dealing with at home. Yeah. And that's what is influencing their workplace. And if you are not a good boss, you will not be able to address this. Because if you understand, some people have to take their kids to, to school in the morning, do runs, prepare food, do all those things and all that, and still come to work, especially for women, you get. And if you are not an understanding person, you'll be like, why why do you just come by this time uh, that's not to say that i'm i'm, I'm trying to um so encourage lateness yeah. but those are kind of the things that in in the workplace 
that you need to have skills of trying to understand reason why people behave the way they behave, yeah. reason why people have acted the way they have acted, or reason why people are acting the way they are acting before you can be able to react. And it's an important skill. And that's the skill that recruiters are looking for every day because they need it to be able to solve conflicts in workplaces. Because mm-hmm. the more conflict, the less conflict you have in workplaces, the um, the more productive that our workplace is. True. You get. So there's even a research that says that um, it takes an average of eight hours. You know, an office loses an average of eight hours productivity with dealing with um, you know conflicts in the team, something like that. So <laughs> so see if. If you are not, if you are not building a team that is productive, that that is first of all um, emotionally balanced, mm-hmm. it will be difficult for you to be productive. It will be difficult for you to achieve your goals in the office, uh, whether as a team or as a leader. So this is why it's very very important for young people to start on time to develop that skill. Um, some people have it naturally. Look around you. There's. Yeah. Always one person around you, either in your like, family understands or your everybody. Workplace, that, yes, <laughs> yeah. that is a go-to person. True. If if something is going wrong in the place, they bring the person to say, "Oh, deal with this thing," and you mm-hmm. see that the person will deal with it effectively. So some people come with it naturally, but then some people also, you know, um, acquire it by learning. Yeah. So, however it is for you, make sure that you are that emotional yeah. intelligent, um, a, a emotional intelligent person. In, in the office or in the in your in your family or amongst your friends and wherever you find yourself because that is always a game changer and it always keeps you one step ahead of the pack wow. every time. Wow. Fimike, thank you so much today. This is where we call it a day and this has been insightful. This has been impactful. We touched everywhere, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whether it's meeting with friends, connecting with strangers, wherever you find yourself. Emotional intelligence is a skill you must acquire. And it's not just a skill. It's it's not just a skill. It's a way of life. So it's something you keep practicing, you keep learning, you keep developing. You keep, it's just a way of life. You keep at it. So yes. Thank you so much, Ricky. Thank you for Thank being you, Ziyama, for having me. And for sharing. All right, people. I am it's sure you fun. got value from this episode. If this episode blessed you and you got value from me, don't forget to share with your friends. Don't forget to share with your loved ones. I will come your way again next week with, of course, an amazing, amazing guest and discussing something that will impact your life. All right, guys. Take care of yourself. Have a beautiful week. Bye-bye.